0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Miltrick Media. I am sitting down with Michael Morales, a music industry professional, and artist manager, and he works in the live event industry. Michael, how's it going? Thank you for being here.
1: Of course, it's such a pleasure to see, you know, what your brand has become uh, these past few years and, you know, to finally be a part of it and working with you has been uh, great. But I'm doing well. I mean, you know, we're hitting the end of... um, june here a lot of different events coming up this summer just came off of a couple myself um you know just ran off of a nice uh week off of cma fest so you know you try to catch that time to sleep whenever you can
0: oh yeah yeah and you were saying you were working on cma fest this year how was that what was that experience like
1: it it was like no other i mean cma number one is a great company to work with it's my second time working with them i did uh, the cma awards i was on the health and safety team uh back of house And then I got uh, a transition to being a talent assistant and escort, you know, realistically, making sure the artists get to where they need to be, uh, you know, think places like media, catering, the green rooms, making sure they're at their stage for their call times. And, you know, realistically just being that helping hand that's connecting the stage to the artist. It was uh, fantastic. And I hope to be able to do it again with that organization.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. And recently we were talking about it, how you are originally from New York, born and raised, and you moved down to Nashville in the last couple of years. So what was that move like and how are you liking Nashville so far?
1: Nashville has had a lot of opportunity for me. Um, You know, I was uh, was in grad school for a bit when uh, I was in New York and the pandemic had just hit and things were very uncertain. But Nashville has just land of opportunity. So many people come here to write, so many people come here to do events, and you are just surrounded by people that have very similar dreams that you do, which is just to be in this crazy industry that we all love. Um, But it, it it was a crazy transition. I mean, you know, I literally made the decision last minute in June of literally this time last year, that I was going to pack up two suitcases, hop on an airplane, and uh, live at my girlfriend's apartment for uh, six months till we got our own place. And because I wanted to work at one of the venues here and just you know, dive feet first, uh, I had been in Nashville uh, every other month before that from an agency I was with. And I just fell in love with it because, um, as I said, just the culture here and the people that come with it and the opportunity, I mean... I've made so many friends within the industry as well as friends that have come from professional relationships here. So it's been a transition to have like that actual friendship in the industry as well.
0: Yeah. That sounds great. You work in the live event industry. You work numerous live music industry events. So what is it like working as a live event worker in the music and entertainment industry?
1: It's a lot of energy. Uh, You have to make sure you're on, um, a lot of times, I mean, you have, uh, you know, your brain's getting pulled so many different directions. You have to be ready for a sudden change. Um, it's an industry where such things as weather, health can really impact what you're doing there. But what really brings me there and makes me love it and feel at home there is you are that connection between the fan and the music and the artist. And you know, a lot of times you forget that, you know, someone's coming to your venue for, and they're seeing their artist. Maybe they've been waiting 10 years to see you are a part of that experience. So, you know, you have to be on your game. You can't be having a crappy day or you're ruining someone else's experience. And it just making sure that everyone has what they need. Um, you know, sometimes a big thing that I have found this past year is safety between COVID protocols. Um, Places like, um, you know, counterterrorism is some things you don't expect to learn when you're in college that now play a big role in this live entertainment industry that we have. And ironically, uh, issues like that have created more jobs. Uh, You know, we have code compliance officers now, um, a lot of emergency services that have now being put into place. But yeah, I mean, it's a place where you create a lot of bonds and meet a lot of fantastic people. You know, a lot of industry jobs, you sit in your office and then you go home. But the music industry thrives on people. Yeah. Um, you know, and these relationships that you build. Um, for me, it's being able to go and have these new experiences, meeting these people that come from across the world. I mean, I was, uh, you know, you hear the age old when you're in college oh, you're going to be in an elevator with, you know, person XYZ. Uh, I was actually in an elevator when I was working the Justin Bieber tour. And I didn't realize it, I, um, but I was in an elevator with Eddie Benjamin, a uh, totally great artist. Everybody should check him out. But um, that was my introduction to him. He had some small talk with me in the elevator. I'm like, this guy is pretty cool. And then it clicked with me after who he was. But that's, that's you know, either, even artists I've ran into at the airport that I've worked with previously, you know, you have more of a reason to listen to the music because you appreciate the person. And that's yeah. what uh, really... Um, recently live uh, music and events has done for me
0: that's what's great about working in the music industry and what's exciting about live events those random moments and the spontaneous moments that you come across you never know who you may meet
1: yeah and that's that's why you have to be on your game and always professional um i met one of the big executives this past year in the film and live industry um, in Nashville and you know her name is mama sue and she does not play around um i had the pleasure of meeting her and she had a Very good forceful handshake that was reminding me like this industry you can't mess up in. And she said, don't be a germ artists know what a germ is. And I'm like, you know, what's a germ? They're people that are overly excited that ruin the experience for them. Uh, You know, people that don't take it like, you know, here we're here at work. So we're going to act professional versus they have to like, feel like they're on their game because somebody's watching them constantly or, you know, being too much in their face instead of just, Hey, let's hop on the golf cart and take you where you need to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You have to remain professional. It's the music industry is one of those industries where you have to always be on you have to like you said, you can't have a bad day. You have to always be professional and be enthusiastic. I was working at a festival last September. I was working in New Jersey and we were doing artist transportation. We were doing the logistics. We were working and taking artists to and from the different stages it was an outdoor festival and there was three stages we were just driving artists to and from and yet even though you're driving artists that you just met you know they're substantially big artists you have to just you know stay stay on you can't kind of lose your cool you can't act unprofessional so that was a great point that you mentioned
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, and it's also that healthy balance of not overthinking it too, because you overthink it, you're going to mess up, do something you wouldn't normally do instead of just being like, hey, I'm here to do my job that I've been doing all week.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, moving on from live events, you also work in artist management. You are an artist manager yourself. So, let's talk about that. What is an artist manager?
1: You know, the artist manager is that person that now takes the creative part of what the artist has been working on and now channels that into the business aspect. You know, realistically, you're creating opportunity for the artist. You're really helping that brand and that business grow. At the end of the day, an artist is a business. Um, There will, if you're doing it right, there will be a financial section that comes in. There will be legal sides. And a lot, you know, once an artist gets to that point, they need that uh, advice, that um, guidance. And, you know, and I always say that not everybody's ready for management. Um, that's, that's my integrity move. I've had people that come up to me and they're like, hey, I, I would love for you, you to manage me. And I have to be real with them and say, hey, um, you know, I would love to work with you, but they're, you're not to that point yet. Cause there's a lot of DIY you can do, which some artists do really great. So I guess to to answer your question full circle, an artist manager is that person that now takes on those roles and responsibilities that allows the artist to focus on the songwriting, the the onstage performance. Um, and you know, there are different levels of management. Some people just do the business side. I love to have a hand in the creative, uh, helping be that outside perspective as well.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned how some artists are just not there yet, but you'd love to work with them. And a lot of artists, they have to put in more work on their own, which is just part of the industry. So. When it comes to the case of the artist, when have they reached the point where a manager can step in?
1: I think when you're having trouble uh, really balancing, you know, realistically, a creative career is a balancing act. You know, we have the economic standpoint: are we su- sustaining financially? Um, you know, are we going to have enough money to get to get into the studio? Um, <clears throat> You know, uh, when you're getting to the point where you need networking, a lot of what somebody should look for in an artist management is um, a network that comes with it, resources that maybe an artist doesn't have because it was never really their job to have it um, as much as a professional that's been around the industry that shows up and is ready to go. Um, But I think if you're getting to the point where you're exhausting all uh, different points and you're ready for someone to step in, I think that's huge where you feel like you're now... The entrepreneur that needs the manager to come and run your business
0: yeah when you're the entrepreneur that needs someone to come and help run your business yeah being a music artist being an artist it is a business and in order to make it a full-time career you have to find ways to monetize it's hard to balance but it is a balancing act having a creative career is a balancing act like you said that is a great point when it comes to building an artist brand from the ground up let's say you're working with a brand new artist what is one thing you would tell them when they're trying to get that started? How would you advise them with getting started from the ground up with building their brand before they release so, any
1: music? So something that actually was my um, my intro to artist management was artist consulting. And that's when I would do small meetings with artists that needed some brief help and guidance there, but I wasn't ever their full-time manager. It was just, um, you know, Every so often. So that was actually my first intro was working with artists like that. And my biggest, uh, my biggest advice was, you know, flexibility, you have to be ready and able to look for opportunities where you're flexible, you can't be stuck in your ways and say no to things all the time, you know, I always say if it's not hurting the artistic integrity, go with it, Um, or hurting the brand, you know, being flexible and open to new ideas is huge, but, uh, showing up, going the extra mile, you know, it you know, there's some people that I I'm shocked, you know, that I don't work with, but I I'm pretty close with like something as simple as doing your Instagram reposts after a show, you know, you got people tagging you left and right, and you don't follow through. And number one, engage with that fan. You don't show that someone's, you know, going out to, show you some love in certain ways because that you know if someone's putting you on their social media that meant you made an impression on them but you know you have to go and take that next step and show up um and they're taking the time
0: to repost on their story that is huge because everyone's bombarded with so many different creators so much content if they're taking that time even if it's a couple of seconds to do that yeah you got to interact with them and show some love back you can't leave them in the lurch
1: yeah and it's super important that's why i say showing up you know being in it, you know, just can't let these simple opportunities, you know, just like housekeeping, you know, the simple things, you know, putting on that turn signal when you're driving, that's that's normal, that's something you got to do. Um, so that's, that's something I think is important. Um, leveling up, you know, I think a lot of people get ego, and they say no to a lot of opportunities because I they think they're better than it. Um, and this can also cause financial strain. Um, sometimes you got to do show you, we even see some of the biggest names. They will play some very, uh, non-traditional shows. You know, sometimes uh, you'll see an artist that's playing, you know, an arena. And then maybe on a Tuesday night, they're playing like a college gym because that's just how you do business. You go full circle and you make sure that you have that financial guarantee. And, you know, you go from that more luxury stage to something that's a little down pat, reminding you that there's a need for that.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's important for a music artist to build a buzz in their hometown first, or to just focus on a wide array of marketing strategies, just getting it in front of as many eyes as possible?
1: I think a happy medium. um, If you're at the right place, and that's that's a case by case basis because sometimes you can come from a hometown that might not appreciate music number one and not have so much opportunity there but also maybe not appreciate your style of music you know i grew up in uh, orange county new york in a very very traditional town that m- did not appreciate hip-hop so if i came out of there with a hip-hop career it you know there wouldn't be that much support there versus if i came out of there with a country you Now fast forward to where i move now it's the opposite of that when i'm downstate in new york But I think getting that hometown buzz and hometown rally uh, is huge. Uh, It'll help. And uh, there's an artist that I think does a great job of that. She's from New York, uh, Jessica Lynn. Her local support has helped her go so many different places in this world alone. She's done international tours. And she started as a hometown girl in Westchester County. And so much respect to her career for doing that. But now I think she's a great example that I'm totally willing to name drop that her social media um, Target is those broad views that you're mentioning, and they're not just hey, I'm this girl from this place. She's be able to reach a wider array of an audience. So, Jessica, if you're hearing this, you know, shout out to you for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, if someone is looking to get involved with artist management, how can someone become an artist manager? What advice do you have to them?
1: I think knowing the industry is huge. Um, I think having some form I don't want to say education because I think a lot of people can be successful in the industry without needing a degree per se but you need to know the industry I think you need to know the legalities for sure um there's been times when there was artists I was consulting that I've had to be like hey that's copyright infringement um I'm not going to tell you not to post it or you know release that however I do have to walk you through the steps of what can happen if you do and that is my uh you know my i guess my obligation as a professional in the industry with the background knowing things like that um you're I walking him
0: through it, the fire in a way
1: yeah um I, we had an, uh, another artist uh, w- for a strategic reason we pushed the release back by a couple of weeks and we, i had to sit her down and explain to her why not because we didn't want to put the music out but how mo- the the results that she was looking for were going to be better if we had given it more time and you know how many times we see an artist that literally does the opposite and goes and drops music the week after it's recorded so i think being able to walk somebody through and have those people skills and explain things in the industry is huge um if you're looking to be an artist manager i think being able to say no and that goes for people you're working with uh, opportunities um remembering to have that clear focus that you know somebody I, i've had worked with some real a-holes and I've wanted to pop off, but I've had to remember that I'm not representing just myself. I'm representing the brand of the artist. So I think just, yeah. you know, being able to take it on the chin sometimes and just saying, you know, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, maybe we'll talk next time. Um But going along with what I said for the artists is you need to show up. You need to go and create these connections and these opportunities and have your name out there. And that's what I was, I had the opportunity to do towards like mid pandemic. When I first came to Nashville, I was going to writer's rounds. I was working for an agency that um, was very big on networking that helped me have that opportunity. But now the big, most important part that I will leave any young professional with is your name you cannot put your name um, with any company or brand that is going to hurt it. And for me, that was an experience I had when I first came to Nashville. I was working with an agency that, you know, my opinion wasn't treating the artists too well. And it could have had a real bad reflect on my career in the long run. And I had to end up parting ways because, you know, I don't want to be labeled as somebody that doesn't respect artistic integrity, which is huge to me. So I think, um, You know, not selling out and remembering why you're in this industry. Uh, If you're in an industry for the wrong reason, uh, that's going to hurt you. You know, me, I'm an artist first. I was a percussionist. I knew what it was like to write music. I knew how protective of my work I got so that I'm able to take that empathy when I'm working with the artists.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And me and you, we both attended SUNY Oneonta. We studied music industry at SUNY Oneonta. That's where me and you first met. So Obtaining a degree in music industry and going to school for that subject, how would you say that experience led you to working in the music industry now? How did that prepare you for working in the music industry now?
1: You know, that's a very interesting question because uh, we're in that big debate of, you know, do you need a college degree now? Uh, I think my degree or the degree that we both worked towards and received taught me about the industry and then it was my responsibility to go out and now apply that to the real world. Um, And in a place like SUNY we're very fortunate to be able to have these opportunities where we can actually step in and apply this. Uh, We have a great network within our community there and those opportunities to take risks. I mean, But it it didn't hit me until maybe years later why some of my curriculum was the way it was until I had other experiences in the industry. like Why am I in these business courses with these food and service major, uh, industry majors, these fashion majors? And then it finally clicked that, you know, a lot of these skills you have to have a wide variety of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you need to have a wide variety of skills because that could apply to numerous different in-the-moment situations uh, pertaining to the music industry. So what artists are you working with currently?
1: Um, so I, I've i had the pleasure of working with two very fantastic artists that uh, are very different right now. Um, one of them is Becca Tremel. I, I like to consider what I'm doing for them right now is direct support because um, I, I, I don't want to put myself in that form of management yet because um, I believe in relationship building first. Um, so we'll see what comes out of that relationship for sure. But, um, Becca is fantastic. She literally is when I say entrepreneur, that is, that is what she is. She knows how to seek out opportunities. She's a great writer. She's very big on collabing with artists and you just know you're in the room with the right person. When you go to Becca's shows, you look at the people that come and show up and you just, you feel like a good vibe there because you're around some very good creatives and that's something that she's very strong with. Um, You know, her, one of her latest releases we've been working on a lot of typewriter material with. so we actually had her bring her typewriter to a show that she was um, uh, on with national tour stop and it was write her notes and it was some really good branding opportunity there. And um, she's just, just been nothing but a pleasure to work with. And we sat down a couple of times before we've, you know, started working ways um, with each other. And I think it's very important to build those relationships first. You know, you got to look at artist management, like it's dating, you know, how much are you willing to put in with another person, but also know that they're there for the right reason. And I think her and I are at a good level there and just so much respect to her work. Um, She has a full lady band. They're freaking awesome. I mean, they really know how to throw down. It's about a six. I think she went out with a six piece band last time we did it. And then the other artist I'm working with who I've done, I have the most history right now is um, Tommy Habib. Tommy has just a great sound to him. He's a fantastic writer where he's able to take, uh, you know, it, it gives me feels of eighties rock. Um, and, you know, he can put out any form of ensemble, and make it good. Um, he just headlined the um, pop rocks this past week at um, the end or earlier this month. And, You know, he's another one that just fantastic to work with, you know, really good team effort and, um, you know, is flexible. And that's, you know, what makes my life easier is people flexible and trying to, or willingness to try new things. So they have been just my two rock stars that, you know, make everything worth it on those rough days.
0: Yeah, that's great. That sounds great. And it sounds like the future is going to be really exciting. Michael, where can we find you on social media? Let the audience know where we can find you.
1: Mikey Mo ninety four M I K E Y M O nine four. Uh, that's where I try to give most of my industry updates, show everybody what's going on. Um, but it's been, you know, such a pleasure to be on this podcast that I've been watching for a good chunk now. Um, see the fantastic guests, and you know, Miltrick. It's it's just a pleasure to watch you grow as a professional as well. So I'm I'm really happy to have been here.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's great to have you on as well, and it's really cool to see what you've done recently in the industry. And yeah, the future is looking really bright. Any other social media platforms that we could find? You let the audience know. Do you have a Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, anything like that?
1: I think Twitter's coming soon, but I have to get funnier first. <laughs> I got you. I got you.
0: Any TikTok, YouTube, anything like that? Oh,
1: yeah. TikTok. I mean, same username, MikeyMo94. I'm trying to get more industry stuff up there too. But until then, you can laugh at my uh, funny stuff that I put up that's probably not that funny.
0: Hey, listen, it's all good. Content is content. It's all good. But Mikey, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Miltrick Media. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like he said, his ad is MikeyMo94 on Instagram and TikTok. I hope he's posting more content soon. Thank you for sitting down, me, man. It was a pleasure. And thank you all for tuning into another episode of Miltrick Media, and we will see you soon.